today, the content could be a little more mature for audiences. So please, ask someone before listening to this video. It's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. Today for creepy true things. Tuesday, we're going to talk about a place I've actually kind of been to. I've had family members who lived there a long time ago. So I've been around there. Haven't been actually to the place that I remember, but my family has actually lived there in the past. That would be Centralia, Pennsylvania. This main fire has been burning for over 50 years. <sighs> Pennsylvania was once a bristling mining center, but a hidden underground fire has turned into a smoldering ghost town. A century ago, Centralia, Pennsylvania was a busy small town filled with shops, residents, and a brisk minding business. Coal from local mines fueled its homes and its economy, and its 1,200 residents worked, played, and lived as tight-knit neighbors. Today couldn't be more different. Centralia streets are abandoned. Most of its buildings are gone, and maybe five people live there. And smoke, uh, down Graffiti Stream Highway, where a proposed town once stood. The formal busy burg has turned into a ghost town. The cause was something that still happened beneath Centralia empty streets and main fire, a mine fire that's been burning for over 50 years, resulting in the devastation of a community and the evacuation of improvementship of many of its residents. Coral Stream fires are nothing new, but Centralia is in the United States worst and one of the history's most devastating. Before the 1962 fires, Centralia had been a mining center for over a century, had home to a rich deposit of um, arthritic coal, and the town was in Incorporated after mining began in the 1850s. Mining defined life in Sotralia. If I'm saying the name wrong, I'm so sorry. But I actually have family members who live there. They don't anymore. And I had an uncle who lived like right around the corner from from this area. So I used to go to Knobles and Ducks Wonderland. I have family reunions there. And I used to camp um, at my uncle's house here and there. I would stay over his place, then go to Knobles. A secret sus okay. 
a rough and tumble resident to its cider side. During the 1960s, the town was home to members of the Molly, a secret society that originated in Ireland and made its way to America coal mines, along with the Irish immigrants. In the late 1860s, the Molly are suspected to have committed a rash of violence within Centralia. As Pennsylvania historian Durley B. Johnson note, the Mollies were incompleted in everything from the murder of the town's founder, Alexander Ray, to the death of the area's first president. Some believe that the Mollies were guilty, while others claim that the Mollies were by owners of the mines who feared that the members of the Mollies and other organization organized the mine workers into unions. Eventually, after a brutal attempt to uh, subdue the Mollies and the extinction of some of the group's leaders in 1877, the crime wave ended. Centralia dependence on mining didn't, though. By 1890, it was home to over 270 people. Dang, that is a lot more people there now. The only people that live there, maybe five in 2020, and visitors who believe it's a ghost town. Most of their miners and their family members. And even though the stock market crashed and Great Depression struck a strong blow to the coral industry in Satalia, it didn't kill the town. It took a tragedy to do that, but it's entirely clear how the tragedy, tragedy began. It seems to have started with the Centralia landfill, an abandoned mine pit that had been converted into a garbage dump in 1962. Trash was an was a Thurnan issue in Centralia, which was full of unregulated dumps and the city council wanted to solve a problem with unwanted odors and rats. In May 1962, the city council proposed a cleaning up the local landfill in time for Centralia Memorial Day Festival. This might seem like irrelevant small town history except for one thing, uh, David in Fire Underground, his history of the fire. I actually have a book on this, but I don't know where it is. Centralia Council method for cleaning up a dump was to set it on fire. Uh, not the smartest idea. Competed theories exited about how the fire was sparked. It's thought that the Centralia dump fire sparked a much larger mine fire beneath the town. Soon a fire was ragging in a coal steam beneath Centralia. It spread to mine tunnels beneath town street and the local mines closed due to unsafe carbon dioxide levels. Multiple attempts were made to extirpate and put out the fire but all of them failed. The reason ironically is the aftermath of the mining that 
defined Central Area for all those years. There are so many abandoned mine tunnels in the area that one, many, or all could be fueling the fire and it would be prohibited and unlikely impossible to figure out which one stoke, stroke the fire and to close off every single one of them. So here's a side note from someone who's actually been to Knobles and Centralia is kind of nearby. I've been kind of there. We didn't go inside, but we looked outside of it. My dad, my biological dad, would have me call him a lot more whenever I was near there. Like anytime I was in that part of Pennsylvania, he would make me call him all the time. I didn't understand why until like after I read about the underground fire. It's a little weird to have relatives who lived there for many years and had relatives who lived in close by Pennsylvania. Like, Knobles wasn't that far from where my uncle used to live. And, uh, what was it called? See, my uncle lived in a part of Pennsylvania that was kind of for the poor-ish people. And his sister, who was my great-grandmother, lived there. My uh, great-grandfather lived there. And a lot of relatives of ours used to live there, but they don't live there anymore. But back in the day, they used to live, like, really close. And my grandma always called it the poor part of Pennsylvania. She's like, oh yeah, it was kind of the poor part of Pennsylvania. The poor town. The area where, like, uh, not really wealthy lived. She remembered, like, having porch swings and people she knew lived there. And I remember Knobles being maybe an hour away, not even. It was pretty close to where he lived. Like, it didn't feel like you it was that long of a drive. And Duck's Wonderland. And I went to Lakes and Shores in Pennsylvania as well. As the years went on, the ground beneath the city itself became hotter and hotter, reaching over 90 degrees Fahrenheit in same location. Smoke poured from sinkholes and gas-filled basements. Residents started to reopen health problems and homes began to till. Even the dead common rest in peace, George wrote in People 1980. Graves in the towns two centimeters are believed to have dropped into the abyss of the fire that raged below them. Earlier that year, a 12-year-old boy fell into a sudden sinkhole created by the fire, barely escaping death. Yes, so I read read, watch documentaries on it again to refresh my memory and they left. They did not stay. By then it was too late for Centralia rather than to put out the fire. Congress decided to buy out its residents paying them to move. Then in 1992 Pennsylvania moved to kick the holdouts out for good. All of Centralia's buildings were condemned. Its zip code was eliminated. Seven re residents 
remain via court order. They are forbidden from passing down their property or selling it. Today, Centrella still burns as one of 38 known active mining fires in the Pennsylvania. According to the State Department of Environmental Protection, the fire could burn for another century if left uncontrolled. Modern-day Centralia is known as much for the blaze and the graffiti that covers its abandoned highway. As for the mining that once sustained it and forgot existing, the fire that was torn the town from a small mining center to a place infamous for its hidden blaze, as geologist Steve told. Putting it out is impossible. So I'm going to give you some other fun facts about Chantelia, Pennsylvania, that I've read and known about since I was a little kid because I basically grew up in that area. I was there a lot. I've been to Pennsylvania, Maine, New Jersey, Delaware, Florida. So, but I definitely spent a lot of time because I had family who lived in Pennsylvania. Okay, so Trolley PA is Silent Hill PA. That's right. The 2006 film Silent Hill was inspired by the town of Centralia, Pennsylvania. The film itself is an adaptation of Silent Hill video game series, which was first released by K-O-N-A-M-I in 1990. Silent Hill was directed by Christopher Gangs and written by Roger Avery. Christopher and Nicholas, the three, began adapting the video game series to a film during 2004. Avery later revealed that while imaging an unsigned location for the film's story, he was inspired by Centralia, Pennsylvania. According to Avery, he heard many stories about Centralia while growing up. I did too, which is probably why I was like so into this as a kid and when I heard that this horror movie was based on it, I had to watch it instantly. Since his father was a miner engineer, the town sinkhole, long burned mine fire, and fog would all make up their way into his adaptation of the video game series. For me, I heard about it through family members who actually experienced living there, and I read it in a documentary, and also realized uh, from what I was reading, it kind of reminds me of what I was hearing growing up. They had some, so for the first time in like their history of that town, the fire divided people. I have that book. It's the, okay, I'm sorry. I got distracted for like five seconds because it's a Cetulia image of America paper. I have this book. I just don't know where I put it. I remember reading it and just like learning about it. My girl was like giving me like all this lecture like, yeah, my dad's sister's aunts lived there. And I'm like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, so they were related to us. And I remember going there as a kid before the fire, and I'm like, oh, okay. 
the parallels between the Villager Centralia and Silent Hill are easily visible in the film. Silent Hill is located in a coral region of West Virginia. Just as Centralia was founded in a coral mining area in Pennsylvania. In the town of Silent Hill, a thick blanket of fog and ash desiccated from the sky. While Centralia lacks failing falling ash, it certainly has plenty of fog, gases, and steam venting from the underground mine fire. The town of Silent Hill also has huge cracks and fuses in the road. These are found in Centralia too, especially along the abandoned section of Route 61. Finally, in the movie, it is eventually discovered that Silent Hill was abandoned 30 years before due to a coal steam fire. This is exactly what caused Centralia PA to be evacuated and racered during the 1980s. Thought it lacks the demon, cult, and evil spirits. Today, Centralia is the least populated in Pennsylvania. In 2017, there was just five residents. The UPS discontinued the zip code in 2002 and arrangement, I was eight, huh, was reached with the remaining residents, remaining residents in 2013, allowing them to continue living in the town with the stipulation that after they died, the rights to their house were transferred to the state. Home sweet home. Rita Long walks her small dog outside of one of the lone homes within the confines of Centralia. She says she is not happy with the influx of out-of-towners. She doesn't mind if they visit the graffiti highlight, but she feels threatened when people get too close to her house. I don't mind them for wheeling on the broken road. Long says, every day does that now. Everybody does that now. We don't have any police or fire department around here. Closest one is Bloomsburg, and that's a good 20 minutes away. When I point out the lack of evidence of the continuing fire, Long confirms that she hasn't seen smoke in at least five years, but the people just keep coming. She says, I know that's why they came here. I can accept that. Just don't come up here. This is my home. There's nothing for anyone up here. As I stop in a corner restaurant for a long basket of french fries and a root beer, I must meet Dustin. When I ask if he lives in Centrella, he says he lives wherever he can and is currently taking a residency at a friend's place outside of town. But he visits the graffiti highlight every day on his four-wheeler. It's how he clears his head. Shrondella is a place where legends, superstitions, and tall tales around. But some people are hopeful it can be once again be a blustering town for many positive reasons. There's a guy who comes around and around when the weather is nice and he has a hot dog cart. He sells hot dogs and stuff to people. Some families come up and they 
picnic right there on the roof. There has been talk of touring the town into a tourist attraction. Centralia may resemble a post-apocalyptic landscape, but too long and a handful of others is still home. It's weird because my family still calls us home. They're like, yeah, we used to live there back in the day. It was our home. We remember what was going on there, the roads. Like, they talk about it like it's still there. And it makes it kind of sad to hear, like, how bad it's gotten. Because I hear all the good stories. Like, yeah, there was people who lived there. There was, like, family members. They talked about the town, visiting people, how nice they were. And I'm like, oh, that sounds so nice. And that they would be kind to each other. And it was just, like, a nice little community that was pretty tight with each other. Located in a quarter, quiet village of Columbia County, Pennsylvania, is one of the state's latest, likely, and least publicized tourist attraction, Centralia. What draws people to this out-of-the-way town isn't the amusing culture or the fascinating fascinating historical sites. Instead, it lacks, it's the lack of things to see. You see, Centralia is a modern ghost town in Pennsylvania. So what's the history of town and what is there to do when visiting Central PA? Keep reading to find out. Let's keep reading. In the early 60s, the was just a number of coal region Okay, so we already talked about that. The full extent of the problem wasn't known until nineteen seventy-nine when a gas station owner in Centralia measured the temperature of the gas in his underground center to be more than a hundred above normal. The station escalated further when a 150-foot-deep sinkhole opened beneath a 12-year-old boy. I wonder if that 12-year-old boy is still alive today and if he's doing okay. Okay. Fortunately, the boy escaped death, but that was the last stroll for many residents of the town. Yep. Over the next few years, uh, PA fire continued to burn around the community. Increasing the levels of toxic gases like carbonation, too dangerous levels. Um, by 1990, only 63 residents remained, and by 2012, there were only 10 people left. Over the last two decades, many of Centralia's buildings have been torn down. However, there are still things to do in the PA. Driving over the mountain from nearby Ashland, you'll come over the chest of the hill to mark that still welcomes you to the bruff of Centralia just down the road or three very well kept centimeters. An odd follows cemetery on your right 
is said that the smoke from the fire could sometimes be seen rising from the ground, making for a very eerie scene. Even if there's no smoke, however, the cemetery is interesting to see as the fence surrounding it and many of the gravestones show signs of how the fire has changed the landscape. The land beneath Odd Fellows Cemetery is where the fire is thought to have started. In this area, the effects of the fire can be clearly seen in the scorched earth and the plant life that has survived there. Metal venting tubes dot the landscape here, but little can be seen of the active fire on most days. Continuing downhill into the town, central Pennsylvania almost has the feel of a town destroyed by war. Roads that once led to a quiet resident street now lead nowhere. Yeah, I remember we drove on that road, but we didn't go into town because my grandmother said it was too much for her to handle at the time. She said, because it's not how she remembered it. And I'm looking at some of the photos that people have taken who go there. The few houses that remain sit in isolated pockets around town, surrounded by lots where nature is reclaiming the land, once occupied by happy families. There was a church, a Greek Catholic church, one of five churches in town, when the first started, it is the only one still standing. Also worth seeing is the former Veteran Memorial, which still has a chain link fence and the base where the Veteran Memorial statue once stood. There was also a time capsule buried in the park in 1966, but it was removed in 2014. I remember seeing that video. Because I was like, oh my goodness, Centralia, I'm like, I told my grandma, I'm like, hey, they found a time capsule there. She's like, no way. The primary highlight of Centralia used to be the graffiti highlight. Unfortunately, a lack of proper management of the site and a lack of respect from both locals and visitors caused this historic ruin to be converted into a dirt in April 2020 instead of being protected as a historical landmark as it should have been. Uh, Centralia's Confiti Highway was located on what was once Route 61, the road that still runs from Ashland to Centralia. However, the fire, uh, such frequent and expensive repairs to the road that Route 61 was permanently rooted around the area in 1994. What was left was a 34-mile stretch of abandoned road near St. Indigitus Cemetery, Ingestitus Cemetery, which showed the incredible power of the underground fire. Over the time, the road became covered in graffiti. Some of it was insightful saying some of it could have been considered art. Let's continue. Over time, the road became covered in graffiti. Some of it was insightful saying some of it could have been considered art. 
Uh, unfortunately, a high percentage of the graffiti was quite vulgar. Despite that, before it was covered by dirt, Graffiti Highlight was the best spot to see evidence of the damage caused by the underground fire. So from the photos that I'm seeing, there are cracks in the road. I remember this before. Okay, I feel really, really old right now because I don't remember there being that much graffiti when I went to go visit there. further down, the road buckled, wait, for a large, okay, for a large portion of the highway, it looks simply like an overground abandoned road similar to the abandoned PA turnpike near Breezewood. However, in the middle of the destroyed section was a large crack that ran through the road. A bit further down, the road blocked into a three-tall well, the asphalt. It, in many ways, it looked more like a set from blockbuster, uh, from a blockbuster action movie than a peaceful country highlight. I'm laughing because this article must be really old for the blockbuster to actually be referenced because that's been shut down for quite a few years now. Like, quite a few. There was also reports that smoke could still be risen from the ground from time to time in this area, but those become more and more scarce over the years as the fire burned deeper underground. So there looks like there's some names, like, Welcome to... Graffiti Highway. There's a picture that said Izzy... There's a Pac-Man, I Heart, I Navy, oh, Never Forget was written there. There's a guy. The action movie feel of the graffiti highway can make some great photos. So some people took photos before the highway was gone. What has happened to Centralia over the past 50 years is quite humbling. However, visiting a great way to better understand the destruction power of nature. Well, it might be one of P.A.'s least likely and least tourist attraction. Like, hardly anyone lives there, but tourists do come. A visit to Centralia, P.A. is definitely worthwhile, even the loss of Graffiti Highway. Check out our favorite abandoned places in P.A. that you can legally visit. Now I'm curious, so let's click on it for just a sec. 23 ruins at abandoned places in Pennsylvania you can legally visit. Eastern State Penitentiary. We'll talk more about these later on, I'm just getting names. Abandoned Pennsylvania Turnpike. Cary, France. Austin Dean. Jet Bunker in the Wild Area. Centralia, Madden Marie Cemetery, Coal Mine. So I hope you enjoyed this creepy True Things Tuesday.
how creepy is it the fact that there's still an underground fire burning and that some people said it could have been prevented, some people said it couldn't, some people still live there, some people have left. It's still weird because like my grandmother will tell me stories about it and when I see it online and the way she describes it are two different things. Because when she describes it, she's like, it was beautiful, it was pretty, people were friendly, they would go for walks, they would have little dogs, there were little shops. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this. Have a good day.